Now, first off, how would we describe shock? <laughs> Welcome to the fantasy. <laughs> nice. Nice. Man, you are one pathetic loser. Ridiculous. Completely ridiculous. Hi, everybody. This is the Shock Fantasy Podcast. It's Tuesday night. This is Matt Harrison at Explosive Output on Twitter. You can also find me at Shock Fantasy on Twitter. It's the Waiver Wire Podcast. It's been an insanely busy day for the Harrison household, so... I'm going to get right into it, and we always start with the quarterback. Jimmy Garoppolo, almost every running back in the Bay Area is hurt right now. He's only 24% owned, and this week he gets the Seattle Seahawks. What a fine matchup for a guy who's thrown for 268 and 3 and 277 yards in his last two games that he's started and completed. So at Seattle this week, Green Bay coming up next week, and then New Orleans before the bye. You don't have to spend a lot to get Jimmy G. It's probably only a 2% bid, but he's a good fill-in in this case if you're missing, say, Kyler Murray or Deshaun Watson, who are quarterbacks that uh, are on bye this weekend. Uh, another guy who could be a good fill-in this weekend, and I got four quarterbacks today, uh, Baker Mayfield. Odell Beckham goes down. And maybe that spells doom for most, but maybe Odell was the the weight weighing down Baker Mayfield in this case because as soon as Beckham goes down, Baker goes off. He throws for 297 yards and five touchdowns. This week he gets Las Vegas. That is a tasty matchup. Then they go on a bye. A little bit of an up and down in the next two after that, Houston and Philly. Philly's kind of a decent secondary, but then Jacksonville and Tennessee after that. Those are terribly difficult matchups. So Baker, he's kind of a guy who might be able to you might be able to roster for a little bit of time, especially in two quarterback leagues. I don't imagine he's super available, but if you need a fill in, three percent on Baker, I think is uh quite reasonable. Teddy Bridgewater uh, has been solid. Never had a blow up game so far this year. He's thirty nine percent owned right now. It could all change this week when he gets the Atlanta Falcons. And basically, everybody has a big fantasy day against the Atlanta Falcons. I think this is a great opportunity for Teddy. It's only going to cost you 1% to 2% in blind bidding to get Teddy. Uh, after that, I really don't like his next couple of matchups. Kansas City's defense has improved a little bit, in my opinion. Tampa Bay's defense is the next one on the docket after that. Those are tough. Then it eases up a little bit with Detroit and Minnesota. Oh, a revenge game against the Vikings. How fun would that be? Uh, it's only going to cost you 2% to get Teddy, though. Last quarterback I'll mention, Tua in Miami. Problem is, everybody knew he was the starting quarterback last week, so his ownership percentage shot up to 29%. I think this is your last chance to get on the train. Maybe you got another week because this week he gets the Rams, and that's a really tough draw for his first start. But after that, it's very easy for Tua, Arizona, the Chargers, Denver, the Jets, and Cincy after that. It's more than a Tua percent bid. <laughs> yeah, it is 2 o'clock, though. Uh, I would say it's probably going to take 4 or 5% on Tua to make sure that you have him on your roster. And 
That's a guy that I definitely want to get for the stretch run this year. Ooh, you know what it's time for? Running back. It's time for the running backs and a sip of Michelob Golden Light draft beer. Oh, yeah, that's right. Only people in Minnesota drink Michelob Golden Draft Light. It's a weird thing. Beer made in St. Louis that only people in Minnesota drink. Zach Moss. Yeah, I'm not giving up. I know that uh, people have given Charge a lot of crap for his love for Zach Moss, but he did have 10 touches last week. He did get 72 yards on 10 touches. If you extrapolate that, carry the two. That's 7.2 yards per touch. Now, he's still 41% owned, so he's dipped below that 50% threshold. I think that as this goes on, he takes more and more of the lion's share as he gets more healthy, more acclimated with the offense. Remember, he's a rookie. He's basically played three games in the NFL, and 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 I think that we got to give him a little leeway. He hasn't even played a full preseason schedule yet. He gets New England this week. That's kind of difficult. But then it's Seattle and Arizona before the bye, and those defenses given, have given up a ton on the ground through the air to running backs. I think that Zach Moss is a, a very interesting candidate, and if he's available in your league, I think I'd pick him up. I'd put a 6% blind bid in on Zach Moss. LaMichael Pirine of the Jets had 13 touches last week in the first game, truly without Le'Veon Bell. Uh, he also had his first touchdown of the season last weekend. And this week, it's not an easy matchup, and I think the run game's going to get squelched. Is that even a word? Squelched? I don't know. But uh, at Kansas City this week, where uh, not only the Jets are double-digit underdogs, but I believe they're 22-point underdogs at this point, uh, that probably takes out the run game a lot, but he is a little bit of a pass catcher out of the backfield. And uh, if they can keep Sam Darnold upright, LaMichael Pirine probably has a little bit of a better chance to outshine Frank Gore in this one, although I still don't trust Adam Gase. Uh, he might be a starting running back, and it might be one of your last chances to get on a guy who could start the rest of the year. Granted, it's the Jets. It's a terrible offense. You're not going to get much out of it. I probably only put in a 3% blind bid on Pirine, but uh, he is a starting running back in the league, or at least a guy with the... Uh, heavy end of a timeshare in the league. Kansas City this week, New England, then the bye. That's not really pretty for him. Let's move on to the wide receiver. Sweet, sweet Mick Golden. Uh, Curtis Samuel. Nine touches and seven touches in his last two games. Now, granted, he's a wide receiver with an incredibly low depth of target right now. However... He's had 16 rushing attempts in six games this year. And that includes three different games where he had four rushing attempts. This week, he gets Atlanta, just like Teddy Bridgewater. And Atlanta just absolutely sucks, especially against wide receivers. Curtis Samuel is definitely in play this week. He's probably in play next week when they play Kansas City because that'll be a shootout if uh, the Panthers want to stay, stay with the high-powered Kansas City offense. After that, Tampa, not a good matchup. But Detroit and Minnesota after that are. So Curtis Samuel, I'm putting in a 4% blind bid recommendation on Samuel. Preston Williams is 38% owned right now. He's scored in three of his last four games. Yes, he scored a touchdown in three of his last four. Now, his value is depressed a little bit by a bye week that they just had. 
And maybe it's depressed a little bit because of a change in quarterback. But with the new quarterback, he might have a little bit of a better vibe with that quarterback. We don't know. Maybe Tua is a Preston Williams guy over a Devontae Parker guy. Who knows? Uh, This week, he gets the Rams. I would expect Jalen Ramsey to follow Devontae Parker around most of the day, but you could see him switch back and forth. And Jalen Ramsey is an elite, elite corner in the league. So this is not a good matchup for Williams this week. Arizona the following week, then the Clippers, Denver, and the Jets. Those are all easy matchups. I think that you should put 5% down on Preston Williams. I don't think you should start him this week against the Rams, but I think he's going to be very startable in the weeks to come. Brandon Ayuk scored or topped 100 yards in four of the last five games. Two of his scores were rushing touchdowns and Debo Samuel out again for a little while. Ayuk had a 28% target share last week for the Niners and he's only 27% owned. So this is a guy that I think that you should probably spend up. He's probably the most important guy to get on your roster this week out of all of these dudes. I'm going to put an 11% blind bid recommendation in on Ayuk uh, at Seattle this week is an absolutely key matchup. You're going to be able to start him right away. Uh, Green Bay the following week and New Orleans before the bye. Green Bay, yes, they have Jair Alexander, and he might try to lock down Ayuk, and that might be tough. And yes, the Saints have a couple of good corners, but both teams have been gouged a little bit by wide receivers this year. So Ayuk is definitely a guy that you can spend a few bucks on. Let's talk about Denzel Mims of the Jets, another Jet. Uh, He's only 8.2% owned, and he made his debut for the season last week where he had four catches for 42 yards. And uh, Tredavious White of the Bills was deployed on Denzel Mims in that game. So that's a little bit of respect for the young rookie. Kansas City, New England these next two weeks than the bye. Chargers, Miami, and Vegas after that. Obviously more interested in the Chargers, Miami, and Vegas part. So I think you only have to put in like a 2% blind bid recommendation on Mims if you want to get him uh, because the next two matchups are pretty difficult. Corey Davis uh, is the last of the, uh, the real guys I'll mention, and then I got two more bonus guys. Uh, he's 30% owned right now. In the four games he's played, he's had at least 69 yards. Nice. Nice. Or a touchdown in every game that he's played so far this year. This week, he gets Cincinnati. That's a beautiful matchup right there. But it gets really difficult. Chicago, then Indianapolis, then Baltimore, then Indianapolis again. Oh, my gosh. That is a horror show of secondaries that he's got to face after this week. So Corey Davis, he's a guy, I think you should pick him up three, 4% this week. But I think after he has the big boom against Cincinnati, I think it's time to trade Corey Davis and see if you can get a different guy on your roster. Tight end. And now let's go to the tight end position. Trey Burton is the first guy I want to mention. He is of the Colts. Now, remember, Mo Alley-Cox went into the bye week for the Colts injured, and so did Jack Doyle. He's a little bit dinged up. Coming out of the bye week, they get Detroit. Not a good matchup against tight ends. Baltimore, not a great matchup against tight ends. But, however, after that, it gets saucy for 
Trey Burton here. Tennessee, Green Bay, Tennessee, and Houston, all of which are bottom 10 against tight ends this year. Now, Trey Burton, you got to remember, he's a pretty good tight end. They brought him in to play the Eric Ebron role. And Phillip Rivers, number one, he's targeted a lot of tight ends in his career. Number two, I don't think he can throw the ball more than 10 to 15 yards. And that's about how far Trey Burton runs downfield. So I like Trey Burton quite a bit. I think he was a little undervalued with the buy coming last week. And I think he's worth a 6% blind bid if you're desperate for a tight end. Uh, let's talk about Richard Rogers, who's filling in in Philly uh, after both Dallas Goddard and Zach Ertz got hurt. Now, it looks like Goddard might be returning from IR as soon as this week. Uh, obviously, they had the Thursday night game last week, so it put a little bit of a time crunch on Goddard, and he didn't end up coming off of IR. But this week, they get Dallas. And if Goddard doesn't come off of IR this week, which would make sense because Philly has their bye the following week in Week 9, Richard Rodgers is in for a little bit of a decent day against a uh, less than perfect Dallas defense, especially missing middle linebacker Leighton Vander Esch from that defense. And they really haven't been able to cover the tight end since he went down. So uh, he's only 6.5% owned. I think that you can uh, put in a 1%, maybe 2% blind bid on Richard Rogers, and you can use him as a plug and play starter this week. Uh, after the buy, by the way, he gets the Giants, and that's the team that he just torched a little bit a couple of weeks ago. So if Goddard and Ertz are still not healthy by then, uh, Richard Rodgers could be a guy that you could just roll with for a little bit. Uh, last guy I'll mention is Harrison Bryant of the Cleveland Browns. Now, Austin Hooper uh, was kind of a little bit of a surprise inactive after he had an appendectomy uh, right on, I believe, Friday last week. Now, Harrison Bryant filled in, did a great job, scored twice against Cincinnati Bengals. And I, I should uh, I should mention that Brian Johnson did call this one on Fantasy Football Weekly. He didn't call exactly two touchdowns, but he called that he's going to have a good game. And he's been on the Harrison Bryant train for a long time. Uh, this week, they get Las Vegas, and that's a pretty decent matchup for tight ends. A little bit, little bit better than middle of the pack. After that, they have a bye week. Coming after that, though, it's Houston, Philly, Jacksonville, and Tennessee. All of those are bottom eight against tight ends. And if Austin Hooper has to miss any period of time due to surgery or maybe just due to not being good, plus Odell Beckham is now out of that offense, I think it's pretty interesting to look at a guy like Harrison Bryant. And I should mention Richard Higgins in Cleveland. I didn't mention him in the wide receiver section, but uh, he's an interesting guy to take a look at too. Uh, both Harrison Bryant and Richard Higgins, I don't think they're going to cost you much. They're probably only a 2% blind bid, but those matchups down the pike, they're a little bit interesting for them. So I think that they're both worth rostering, especially in 12-team leagues. All right, that's it. I think I got it done. It's almost 9 o'clock. We've got to go to work. Please follow Shock Fantasy on Twitter and at Matt Harrison. No, not at Matt Harrison. I'm at Explosive Output. I'm Matt Harrison. Jeez, it's been a long night. I need a couple more Mick Golden Lights. We'll see you guys all again next time on the Shock Fantasy Podcast. Shock Fantasy.